What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed. And today is part three of our series called Collaboration Overload. If you've been listening before, you know that the quote that I've been opening up these podcasts with uh, is by Paul Farmer, where he says, with rare exceptions, all of your most important achievements on this planet will come from working with others, or in a word, partnership. And we've been studying an interview from MIT with the author of the book, Beyond Collaboration Overload, whose name is Rob Cross. And we made sure uh, to define uh, collaboration overload as those spider webs, those invisible spider webs that ties itself to every meeting on our calendar and task on our to-do list. And so today in part three, you'll remember that last time we spoke about virtual and in-person meetings and kind of where workers have said that they would appreciate both aspects of that when they're working for a company. But today we're going to talk about like, how do you begin to move from collaboration overload and try to win back some of your time? Uh, Rob Cross actually estimates that we can get back about 25, 20% of our time by reducing collaboration overload. And so what are some of the ways that we can do it? Like this one exercise that I think is really helpful, and I would encourage you to do it with your teams. This is what we're going to really dig into a little bit today is to first off, list out all of the modalities by which you communicate with one another. Let's talk just virtual for a second here or from your computer, even if you are in office. Um, Those are things like Zoom, email, Slack or whatever other Microsoft Teams, whatever your team uses to communicate with one another are are important to write down. Then underneath each of these modalities, it's important to really ask you and your team three questions. The first one is, what are five positive things we want to do in these modalities? What are five positive things we want to do in these modalities? Number two is, what practices do we want to agree to in these modalities? And then number three is, what do we not want to do to each other? <laughs> now, I can, I can hear you laughing in your car or on your walk or wherever, because that's probably the thing that you could point out the easiest is what you don't want people to do to you on each of those modalities. You've all been the person now in the last year and a half that's presenting something on Zoom and Everybody goes off camera and you're getting zero feedback to what you've had, what you're presenting to them. Or you're the person who uh, sends out an email with 10 paragraphs and, you know, six paragraphs in is where you're asking people to do something and the rest of the team's going, oh my God, I don't, I can't even find the thing you're asking me to do here. Um or whatever it is, but it's important to really begin to think about this as a team and figure it out as a team because it's the way that you're mutually agreeing to collaborate together. And so think about it. 
in Zoom, really begin to define as a team or with others that you're working with, when are the meetings that we need everybody to be on camera? And then when are the meetings where we all know we have Zoom fatigue, that it's okay to be off camera and just use your voice to connect with everybody else that's there. Those are good questions to ask. When you're thinking about Slack, I think about Slack uh, with my team and and stuff like that. Uh, If we're making formal decisions on strategy or something like that, like does that, can that be done over Slack or should it be done in a formal email or whatever it is? You want to begin to decide like what are the modalities and what are the things that we can and shouldn't do uh, in those modalities? And then, you know, email. We, we all know that like emails become so cluttered. That's why things like Slack and uh, Microsoft Teams and, uh, and other different communication modalities have emerged. It's because things were getting lost in people's emails. They were bottlenecking. And really, like we all were getting so many emails that it was impossible to really keep up with what was going on there. And so you've got to ask yourself, what are the things that it's important for me to send via email? Well, what are the things that I should just send a quick Slack or a text message if, if that's the way that you decide to communicate as a team uh, along to your team? And so I think answering these questions might save you a lot of frustration the next six months of doing any sort of virtual communication with one another, even if you're in office. Defining these things are so important and helpful uh, to be able to figure out how we as a team are going to organize ourselves and what we're going to do to really take care of one another in a virtual environment. And so um, I, I think that this is such a, a key piece of figuring out collaboration overload is how we're going to use the tools at our disposal and how we're going to make sure that it's what we need uh, to, to learn from one another and to make decisions together. I hope that's helpful to you. I hope that this uh, series has been helpful to you. I've learned a lot from uh, this article and this book by Rob Cross about collaboration overload. I encourage you to share these uh, with your team uh, or with your leaders uh, and really begin to figure out and unpack the ways in which you as a team can really work on collaboration overload because this isn't going to go away uh, even if the pandemic uh, disappears into the night. These types of challenges are not going to go away. They're ones that we're going to continue to deal with more and more as we create a more connected world and connected offices and businesses in what we're doing. Well, thank you for listening. Stay healthy, leaders. I look forward to talking to you again really soon. Bye-bye.